All right, we off and rolling. What's up, Colin? For the third week in a row, you have made the trip to my house. I have. How's it feel? Episode 56. 56. You didn't say that. I don't give a uh, shit. It was another good, good night for jeeping. And I don't think it'll be, I usually will put a long sleeve shirt on if it means, uh, if it means, uh, jeeping with the top off this, this weather, but I think it'll, Dude, be, I think it'll still be warm enough. Jeeping with the top off sounds like a rap song. It sounds like, it sounds like a rap song from white people. <laughs> like, not just anyway, like era era of like uh, vanilla ice, right? Like rolling in a five point zero with the rag top with the down. top off, yeah. with the top That's off, jeeping with the top off. Yeah, it sounds like that. Uh, I learned something about Jeep culture this week that <clears throat> I want to fight your. I want to fight Jeep culture. Um, I can't wait to hear this. So there is something. Have you heard of this called Duck Duck Jeep? No. Okay. So what it is. I'm not really. I, I'm not. I don't do it for their culture. Ooh, this is this is only the only thing you can say that about. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, okay, so there's a thing, and the reason I know about it, we've had a guest on here before, Brian, right? Yeah. So Brian has a Jeep. Um, he's he's got a, like a, he has a Gladiator, Rubicon. But it's a, oh yeah, it is a Gladiator. It's, it's, it's not a, a truck a, Jeep. It's, it's not a, a It's not a. It's not a Wrangler. It's a Treep. Sure. Right. Yeah. Truck Jeep. Yeah. All right. Treep. Um, anyway, he got ducked. Right, and apparently, what it is, and I just looked it up before you got here because I was like, "Oh yeah, I want to talk about this." If if uh, Jeep stuff comes up, and guess what? We're like fucking three minutes in, and Jeep stuff has come up. Jeeping with the top off. Jeeping with, with the top, top off. That's Jeeping the, the name off. of the episode. Jeeping with the top off. I don't know. Jeep it. Uh, Jeepers creepers. <laughs> um, anyway, what so is the duck duck Jeep? You. It's it's just some it's some total just bullshit. It's nothing even that cool but i do wish there were fun things like this about other cars i guess um it is a little rubber duck or some type of duck and then you just leave it on somebody's jeep and then you hashtag duck duck jeep or ducking jeep and i guess that's it like on a random jeep yes okay i'm gonna say this right now as a jeep owner not enthusiast but owner Uh uh-huh somebody puts a fucking duck on my jeep i'm throwing it in the next trash can i see I'm not playing that shit. That's kind of fucked up. That's, that's kind of fucked up. Like, so th- I paint. I ain't playing. Uh, there are there are other things that I've seen like that. Like I've gone to the mall before and come out and had like a very like extremely positive note on my car, and it have some hashtag with it too. And I was like, damn, is this a thing? And I looked it up, and it was it was a total like super positive thing. Just supposed to pass on some good fucking juju and. Uh, then you just take it and take that same one and put it on somebody else's car. So it was like a, a pay it forward positivity like thing, right? Mm-hmm. Totally cool with the idea. I love the pay it forward concept. You know, I have a, a thing, a concept about the pay it forward, you know, yeah. thing. So, so I don't know. What is that? Social experiment? Pay it forward. Just philosophy. Philosophy. There you go. They, see, I was looking for a word that wasn't concept. Concept sounds that too is, like. I mean, that, you could have said that too. But yeah. ph- philosophy I don't want that. is the right way to say it. Yeah, so I, I'm I'm big on that. Um, Hyundai Elantras just don't have that. Like there are too many of them. Like a culture. Yeah. No, I think I, Sierra and I have argued about this before. She was like, she's like, uh, you don't see me waving at every Honda Pilot I see, and I was like, that's because Honda Pilots don't represent America. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> no, it's the same thing. It's like Harley guys, you know, they hold their hand out like this. Yeah, the, the mo- motorcycle wave. That's not yeah. just Harley guys, though. I'm sure that Harley guys feel like 
when they wave, when somebody else waves at them, they wave back because it's like a motorcycle guy. Like, right? God damn it, driving a Kawasaki. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like I'll do, I do the Jeep wave, and that's it. Is is the Jeep wave just? Is there a specific wave, or you mean you just wave at people in Jeeps? Uh, th- there is a specific wave. It's generally you got your hands on the steering wheel at two and ten, also and, known as ten and two. Yeah. I'm an idiot. <laughs> you fucking went all the way around the clock. You're like, over here's two, and let me nine. All right, seven. all right. And you just go like, like that. Oh, so you're like. And you're, what and I'm you, doing is holding up my middle finger, my pointer finger, and my thumb. But you still have the steering wheel gripped with your Correct. ring finger and pinky. Correct. So you're staying safe. You're still that keeping be, 10 like, and 2. That's the official, I believe, the official Jeep wave. But you How see, fucking lazy. How fucking lazy is that? Like, you don't even take your hand off and, like, how fucking lazy Dog, what is if that? What if you're rock crawling and you got to keep your hands on the wheel because you're cranking that thing and you got to wave at someone real quick? Bro, if you're uh, – no, don't even try to sell me on that. But don't anyway, I did see – but I have seen more than once a dashboard ornament that is two fingers and a thumb that they put right on the dashboard right in that corner. Shut the fuck up. So that's why I call it the official one because I've seen more people do that. I've seen people put, like, a sticker of a hand in the top left corner. Um, I always just like if I if the top's off, I always just like hold my hand out and do a peace sign, yeah. or, or you know, or whatever. Um, dude, if I had any culture around anything I drove, I would I'd do like the Forrest Gump wave, like I'd like you know, I'd flail my arm and I would definitely get their attention. But like, there's just I can't even think of anything fun for Elantra, like, uh. What what even what the fuck kind of word is Elantra? Like I don't even know what rhymes with that. No, because it was crafted by a ten person group of copywriters and creative directors who wrote a bunch of weird, random bullshit words on the wall that sounded cool. That's how they named that shit. You can only say. Is it true? Okay, is it true that Jeep is the phonetic uh, pronunciation of G and P for general purpose vehicle? Is that true? That sounds true. I don't. I don't know. Mm. We have to look that up. Like I said, I I, I really like Jeeps, and I and unless I get one of those Broncos, I'll really probably own. I'll probably always own a Jeep. Is there a Bronco wave? I don't know. It's like a stabby motion. <laughs> it's, just, no, it's like you're riding a horse. Oh, you hold up a cup. <laughs> you hold up a cup uh, to represent OJ. Yeah, there you go. There it is. You just hold up. Oh, I saw what you were doing there. Yeah, yeah. I thought, uh, yeah, I got it. I got it. Uh, but, um, yeah, I do the Jeep wave because you know who doesn't do Jeep waves? Who? Rich soccer moms driving four-door Jeeps. They, do, they don't do Jeep waves for the mm. most part. Maybe they just don't know. You know, and there's a fucking lot of them in Upper Arlington. Yeah. We always talk about Upper Arlington. We just shit on Upper Arlington. Because I live, I live literally adjacent to it, and I go grocery shopping there, and my wife works there, and I go to the gas station there, and I cut through there to go to Lowe's. You know, it's just like it's yeah. like do you, do I, you I find live in yourself, Upper Arlington. Do you find yourself like because you know it's like such a sure bet that everything there is going to be nice? Do you just find yourself going, I don't want to deal with possible like garbage, and you just go to Upper Arlington just to avoid? No. Uh, no, I just go there cause it's like the most convenient. Honestly, there used to be a Kroger right there on Olentangy, you know, by like uh-huh. Elvacaro and stuff like that. And that was the convenient one. Like if I needed to like get some butter or some milk or 
yeah. trash bags or, you know, cause it was like right around the corner or, and there was an awesome, uh, corner store that had like a really good secret beer selection. Mm. When I say secret, it's like nobody knew about this place. Rick's. So it, so it had shit. Yeah. And, uh, they're, they just built a whole new thing there and it's going to have retail on the bottom. And I know that when they first put it, we're first talking about it. They were talking about trying to get Kroger to come back. So it'd be cool if I had another one there that was bigger and better. Mm. Um, damn, what the fuck? Oh, I, I, I sometimes, well, I mean, you know, this is, this is real life shit. Like take out Kroger and put, you know, Publix or something else in there. And this is a relevant conversation everywhere. Uh, I myself, don't necessarily uh, avoid like garbagey areas anyway, or either. But like, if I'm if I'm equal distance to two different, I will always go to the one that I've had a better experience at. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. <clears throat> For example, I have a Wendy's both ways, right? And like, you, I'm not even really interacting with Wendy's because I I will sit in their fucking parking lot and order on their app. I I don't know why. Like, I love the app experience so much that I will sit in the parking lot. And order on the app before I get in line and tell them that I have a mobile order. I know, like, if they can see the time I enter it, I know they're thinking, like, what a fucking yahoo. Because this shit will be, like, 30 seconds prior. I'm like, uh, I'm here to pick up an order uh, for Jeff. And they do the same thing every time. Okay, and what's your name? I go, it's Jeff. Like, I, I don't know why. Like, I know the flow of this, so I tell you all this shit up front. Anyway, that's beside the point. There's a guy who <laughs> bows at me. He bows. I feel like maybe, maybe, uh, he's like on the spectrum. Uh, he sometimes does like a voice and stuff too. He like, he like comes alive. He's like a character. Um, but this dude is the nicest person ever. And it doesn't matter. I always want to go to that Wendy's. Mm -hmm. I have, I fully (laughs) love this dude and how nice he is all the time. One of the few times I've ever like gone as far as that. I got to fucking, I got to report a nicety. You know, I'm not Karen with the spiky hair. Like, I'm not reporting. I don't want to speak to your manager because shit is wrong. I want to speak to the manager because where did you find this dude? And yeah. can we get one of those in every location? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <clears throat> I – my house is like e- almost equidistant. Maybe it's a little bit closer to – like if I've taken two giant eagles, for for instance. Probably a little bit closer to the UA giant eagle, but it's fairly similar distance to the Clintonville one. Mm. Like, you know, like – like uh by hound dogs pizza and stuff yeah, yeah. And, across from lucky's market yeah and uh and i prefer the clintonville giant eagle because like it's quaint and it is a little older and they got I, they usually have a pretty I, decent beer selection i yeah. see people i know you know but i always go to the ua one because they have twice the selection of and in everything i just am surrounded by shitheads that i hate oh yeah so in that case, I'm not. I'm going out of the way. I, I, I'm going to. Uh, I'm picking the nicer one, not because it's nicer, because the people suck. I'm picking it because they have a better selection. <laughs> <clears throat> that brings me to another point. So I told you on a previous episode that we are looking into moving. Mm-hmm. Um, Still on that, so, um, dude. I wasn't saying it in a judgy way. No, it's um. It's moving like full force. Like I'm not going to put all of our fucking business out on the pod, but like I'll talk to you off here about it. It's moving full ass force. Um, that being said, you know, we are – I don't know. I feel I feel comfortable moving to the like UA equivalent. Like that, that's a thing. Like, okay, in Columbus, 
I know everything. I know all the ins and outs of every neighborhood. I've got several, even ones that like from out of town, people go, oh, I've heard bad things about that. I would move into those because I know the ins and outs of them. I don't know that about Arizona. So all I can do is read online and find the one that is the most fucking uppity and move there because I want to assure myself that I move into a good area and don't have to and don't want to move again in a year, even though it could go the opposite way. I could want to move again in a year because it's bullshit and because it's, you know, around a bunch of snobs. Yeah, see, uh, I differ from you on this one. You want to what do you want to move? Huh? Do, you, do you pick like the worst area and you're no. like, oh, I got to go there. There no. were seven per capita murders like no no but i definitely check out crime stats and stuff like that and think about that but like you know i lived in victorian village forever it's not the best neighborhood especially early on right uh you know and i live right now in in a in a nice nicer neighborhood but it's still like a more working class right i guess that's i i like the more less uppity people that that's a that, that's a really I am a big like neighbor talker, you know I'm like a big like hang out in the yard and yeah. bullshit with my neighbors all day, so I want like down to earth people, not uppity people. Mm. That's all. So what you're telling me is the more money you make, the more uppity you are. No, I'm not saying that. I am saying that based on my experience in living adjacent to a neighborhood full of shitheads, it seems to be kind of true. At the very least. That's true. Uh, and I agree with that to an extent. But I always wonder, like, in these neighborhoods that are – that what you're talking about, like the ones you're talking about, I associate – and this is probably purely me just bullshitting. But I always think that there's one, like, ultra breadwinner in the house, whether that's wife, whether that's husband. And the other one is just dedicated to being a stay-at-home uh, I think raiser of kids. I think that is a – I think that is a – would have probably been a much more true 15 years ago. Yeah. I actually think it's a lot different now. The suburbs are a lot more diverse. They're also a lot more open to, you know, working families and, and you know, like like everybody working. And yeah. So I think I think that my issue with the uppity areas and I get I get where you're coming from. My issue with the uppity areas is just like without getting too deep into it, like historically suburbs were designed around keeping lower class mostly brown people out so i have a hard time with that like interstates were put in place in the places they were on purpose to say hey we'll keep the the filthy poor people on that side you know what i mean so i <clears throat> that being said i like i said the suburbs are a lot more diverse now they're a lot more i'm not one of those like abolish the suburbs you know burn them all down because I just don't, I think that at this point uh, we're a lot more. Uh, there's more overlap. There's more overlap. Um, so yeah, and I'm not I, trying to rant against it. I just I do. It sets off all of my all of my uh, spidey senses. Alarm bells when you're like, I, yeah, I want to move into the the UA. <laughs> Maybe I'm just being ju- extra judgy. Well, but I grew up in Grand Rapids, like up in Michigan, like. I went to a uppity Christian school, and yeah. all of my friends lived in really uppity ass, like Dublin, richest parts of UA, yeah. richest parts of Westerville, kind of neighborhoods. So, like, I hung out with these people all the time. So I just got you, a bad taste in my mouth. You, you said they were your friends, though. 
Yeah, if that's all you got. Oh shit! I was. The poor, oh shit! I was the poor kid. The token poor kid. <laughs> that's the, they were like no, for real though. Like yeah. my best friend and I, my, like like there was like a three of us that were best friends, and one of them, his his dad, like they they made up pretty modest upper upper middle class living his dad was a stockbroker his mom was a nurse um and uh but then my best friend like uh, my other best friend like he and i were like the poor kids and mm-hmm. uh, bring colin i've got shit to give away <laughs> it's like that <laughs> bring colin i've got shit to give away so um yeah, I don't I know. Hate, uh, what I'm saying is I hate rich people. Billionaires should not exist. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. No, I know a good lib needs to talk like that right now. I, I, I think, saw, it's uh, like it's, if you want to make money, if you're super successful, I'm all about making money. I make a good living. I hope I make more someday. But I hope that I am. I don't treat it as a status symbol or. So two things come to mind when we talk about this. Number one, recently I saw uh, somebody share a meme about uh, Jeff Bezos and like some enormous fucking yacht he bought. Yeah. Like crazy big yacht. And it was like, look, Jeff Bezos lost half his money in a divorce and he's still floating around on a fucking yacht like this. Like, and you know, this is where like I vastly different, I, I vastly differ from other people. I go, I don't give a fuck what he does with his money. It's not anyone's job. No, I, and I completely agree with you and that makes liberals really oh mad. yeah it pisses I, really i mad. just i just don't even go there with most of my friends that, that like, no, like dude, that. this is this is america he can he can he's allowed to make his and it's exponential because if i make a dollar and i turn it into 10 i'm gonna take that 10 and turn it into 20 and guess what i'm gonna keep doing that and at some that point said oh sorry at some point i'm turning 40 million into 80 million and 80 million into 160 and so on and so forth and by the time i get to billions it's because i'm investing 200 million or 500 million and i'm mm. turning it into a billion like I'm sorry. That's just the way it goes. And if you don't like it, you better take your dollar and flip it into ten tonight. I agree with that. I agree with everything you said. I'm not a. I'm not a. I'm still some sort of capitalist. I believe in making money, yeah. and I believe that you should be able to do whatever you want with it. It's your money. Uh, that being said, I do believe in taxing rich people a lot more personally. Um, and uh, then the other thing is, I also believe that you, yeah, he can do whatever he wants with money, but I can shame him for it. You know, like, oh yeah, there, 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 like there's, there's a Twitter account that's like, uh, Je- like it's like Jeff Bezos could end world hunger. Uh-huh. Every single day, the Twitter account tweets the same thing and says, "Today, Jeff Bezos could choose to end world hunger, but doesn't because he makes like." astronomically more than it would literally cost to make sure everybody was guaranteed food. Yeah. So, like, I think that's okay. And I also think that, uh, like, especially conservatives who every time the public health care debate comes up, every time the anything that costs taxpayer dollars come up, mm-hmm. the conservatives, the libertarians, the republicans – just general conservative thought is, well, it's not the government's job to take care of these people. It's private industry's job. Mm. Okay. So to that, I say Republicans should be the first in line demanding Jeff Bezos head for not giving back. 
True. If they believe if they believe it's not the government's job, it's private business's job. I'm not saying they should force him. I said I, I think they should put the pressure on these rich fucks to actually put their money where their mouth is. Yeah, and see, and that's kind of like where I go. I I I almost feel like it kind of is a human right. It's it's an American right. I do think I the government. I wouldn't Americans with humanity, but well, you're right, you're right. But when I say it's a human right, I mean that every country should offer this American exceptionalism, bro. Yes, I think that it is. It is our job. This is where our tax. Like we have determined, we need a government to govern, right? And in doing so, we need to fund this, so we pay taxes. What the fuck are y'all doing? If not taking care of the people, I, I could I couldn't agree more. I, and I, you know, this is where I fall in lo- right in line with all of my liberal friends and say, you know, yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy to pay more taxes if it means. And it, the, yes, I, I get the I get the push against bureaucracy and the push against wasted money mm-hmm. going into into special interests. I totally agree. We got to get all that shit out of here. But if, if me paying more taxes means that the kid down the street gets a gets a meal when mm-hmm. he wouldn't, or or the 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 woman who's high risk of dying in childbirth and can't afford good care gets good care, I'm I'm absolutely happy to pay more taxes. Agree. Like send me the bill. Like that should be what it's about. It should be about making sure it's all. It's always it's it's always like everybody always talks about what they're against, but like we're all for make like aren't we aren't we all for people not being hungry, people having clothes, people having houses? Yeah, that's that's a tricky one, right? Because like you're you're never going to get anybody to admit that they're not for that. You're never going to get anybody to admit that we as a culture have built a culture around that inherent selfishness. Oh yeah. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. It's just – it's so frustrating. There's there's a quote that I've seen, and I know I said I had two things. One was that Jeff Bezos thing. Sorry. Uh, the second thing was I saw a quote that said, if you have the means, don't build a higher wall. Build a longer table. Exactly. Boom. That's Boom. like – that's the fucking quote right there. So I'm with that shit. Um, Sensible – one last thing, because I just feel like this is this is where the communication breaks down. Because right now, we're at a place in culture where it's either you are this or you're this. You're either a fucking Nazi or a socialist, you know. And it's just it's, like it's us versus them. Yeah, and and or, or Nazi is not the right the right in comparison there. But either you're like a money grubbing, selfish asshole, or you're a socialist and you want to steal everybody's money and give it to people who don't deserve it, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. And it's like no. No, like we can be both things. I mean, like, you know, all the the countries that Bernie Sanders always brings up, Denmark, Norway, Sweden, stuff like that. They're not socialist countries. They're capitalist countries that have a big social safety net. Well, that's uh, – They have higher taxes. They have happier people. There's always a quote for everything. So here's another quote. Socialism is very bad until it has to bail out capitalism. (laughs) Yeah. That's that's another one I mean, of those quotes. For all intents and purposes, Donald Trump has governed as a socialist. Yes. I mean, he's raised taxes on the American people in this Chinese uh, trade war and in doing so has had to bail out his own farmers with taxpayer money that just keeps flowing. 
you know, he and, and wanted a, to seize a, the means of production of the meatpacking industry to keep them going during COVID. Like, and he's passing out twelve hundred and thirty four hundred dollar checks every couple months here. Like, he is governing as a straight up socialist Democrat. The the crazy thing is his followers don't care about this. Like in economic policy. In general, his followers do not care about facts like that. They they don't even understand that or comprehend that. They only take like what he says and just run with it. And like my favorite shit is that fucking uh, ad that's going around that says you won't be safe in Biden's America with video from Trump's It's got America? video from his America. <laughs> Oh, man, I love it. I love Dude, it. And like, does that not dawn on anybody? Like, who are they protect? What do you mean you won't be safe? Like, that is video from what is happening in the world like right now. Yesterday. Yeah. Uh, like, and which I don't know if you saw that he picked his VP. Biden picked his VP oh, yeah. today. Fucking and amazing. I feel like that was, yes, you know, uh, 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 they're both, you know, moderate. Democrats, so they're pissing off all the far left people are like, oh, it's not liberal enough. I'm not going to vote for anybody. But um, I think that is a brilliant strategic move. Oh, absolutely. Because you got, for one, I I said this today and talking to somebody is if it was really down to Kamala Harris and and uh, Susan Rice, like it was such a strategic move because Susan Rice would just be – we would hear nothing but Benghazi for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. So in a time where they're only – the Magaland's only talking point is Democrats are encouraging lawlessness, he puts a fucking cop on the ticket. Yep. I mean, come on. I mean, that's such a brilliant strategy. And uh, I mean, we I think we both know that it wasn't him. It was his camp that oh, said, for hey, sure. hey for you sure. should do this. Um you 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 know what my nickname is for Biden though? Sniffy Longstocking. <laughs> because that dude smells all the heads. You know, here's the thing and I get it. We're, it's weird. Maybe he just likes shampoo. No, it's it's also just like okay. he's just a fucking old guy. He he's is. an old grandpa. He, he's 77. He'll be the oldest if yeah. elected. Uh so my- everybody's got at least one old family member grandpa or uncle who's just like a touchy feely kind of guy it's weird look i'm gonna be the first to admit that i fucking love the way hair products smell (laughs) and it it could just be that in fact like i have a very specific hair product that i like to smell of so my wife has something called dry shampoo are you familiar with it yeah okay it has some too i don't have hair i don't i don't know these things so i don't expect that everyone knows it but we all, you do right now? I do have a little bit. I have a little bit of stubble going on. That's that quarantine cut, son, um, or lack thereof. Uh, no, so my wife has dry shampoo, and it smells so fucking good. My daughter is so fatu- infatuated with, like, hair products and makeup. And, you know, just, like, I don't know if she just sees uh, my wife use these things, and then she's like, oh, I want to use it. But she loves to use dry shampoo. So my wife will like use it and she comes and finds me. She goes, dad, smell. And I, I smell it. And I'm like, I fucking love the way this shit smells. Like <laughs> I cannot get enough of that. I'm like, come here, baby. Let me. And like, I, I'm a total like Biden when it comes to huffing that. That made me think of hair. this. That made me think of this really quick is one time when I first 
when Under Oath was first getting on first getting on the scene, they they were just putting out the changing of times, which was that was the follow up to their only chasing safety, right? No, that was before that. Oh, okay. this was when Dallas was still singing. Got it. Got the it. Sun still sleeps was on that record. Uh-huh. This was when they were making the transition from their death metal core to right. uh, singy boys to singy boys warp tour. Mm-hmm. I remember at the time they said specifically they wanted to sound like a cross between Cradle of Filth and Jimmy Eat World. And if you listen to the album Changing of Times with that in mind, it sounds like that. <laughs> it's really weird. Yeah. Anyway, you should. Um, but uh, when they were first coming on the scene, they were stinky boys. They're, Southern Christian bands, Norma Jean, Under Oath, The Chariot, uh, He is Legend. Well, no. That you're saying legend stinky boys like, like they smelled bad? Yeah, yeah. Really? He, he is Legend, actually. They just smelled like weed. But, uh, uh, you know, those Southern Christian bands, they were, they all, like, they all had, like, crust punk ethos so they all just smelled so gross all the time and i remember i just i specifically remember that i remember like symphony apparel was at cornerstone north carolina and we were playing with the chariot and norma jean and under oath and we were hanging out with all them and i just remember like under oath got there and they got out of their van and it was just like oh my god man i wonder and i wonder if that was like uh it the way you phrased it it almost sounds like that's them like not just They've been grinding in a hot ass van for four days as dudes playing shows and just sweating on top of sweat. It's 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 that and it is there is like a weird in the back in the day, especially in the Christian underground, like Cornerstone Festival and stuff like that. Like it was all a really punk DIY take on Christianity. So everybody was pretty stinky. (laughs) Anyway, when I first met Under Oath back in the day. They were, uh, I remember they smelled bad, but they also, (laughs) but they also were just covered in like, they, they always covered themselves in Bath and Body Works, like, like spray. Okay. Like the spritz spray, you know? Sure. Yeah. Like the body spray. Some warm vanilla sugar. Yeah. And like plumeria and you know, all those old ones. I mean, that sounds like a band. That's old school. That sounds like a band. And, um, it's the best Bath and Body Works. Actually, you know, the, the best body Bath and Body Works. Warm vanilla sugar is the best. No, it's not. And what now it's fuck? watermelon lemonade. Dude, fuck. Anyway. Here. Um, but I remember going like, why with the body spray? And they're like, just think it smells good, man. <laughs> All that whole story was just for that. <laughs> Did I, I love that. Was you're... the fact that I, when I first met Under Oath, there were a bunch of really stinky, crusty boys, but they were also covered in Bath and Body Works body spray. I still stand by warm vanilla sugar. You can't you can't change my, my wife's on your team there. Really? I do like bergamot waters. I don't even what the fuck is that word? Oh, I say guess that, say that word again. Bergamot. What the fuck is that? I don't know. It's like a flower or something. Oh, uh, that might be a white barn candle company. They're the same. It's the same company. Are they? Yes. Are you are I mean, I white gen- barn candle company is. Is it an L brands? Wait, it's a Bath and Body Works brand. A Bath and Body Works, I believe, is its own company now. Really? If I'm not mistaken. They tried to get away from that. Whole, <laughs> from whole that vibe. Yeah, they just, yeah, get the fuck out. Yo, we bought the tank. Um, <laughs> damn, I had some other things to talk about. I had something. Uh, I'm gonna pivot to something else. Yesterday was my wife's birthday. 
I, you know, and I forgot to wish her a happy birthday. Amy? Do it right now. Happy belated birthday. Uh, I hope it was great. I'll answer for it. It was all right. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, so we we both um, stopped working a little early, and we uh, went up to Olentangy River and had a drink outside. And then we went to uh, BJ's Brew House and grabbed another drink. She got a margarita. I got a Tito's Strawberry Lemonade Cocktail, which was quite literally just fucking Tito's. It was 100% Tito's. I was like looking. I'm like, where the fuck's the strawberry? Because I am just doing, I don't know, three ounces of Tito's right now. And then we each got a Pazuki. I don't know if you fuck with those. Well, what? A Pazuki? No. What is that? Oh, my God. Have you ever been to uh, BJ's Brewhouse? No. Okay. That is why you're asking. That is why you're fucking, dude, I need to. Is that like an Ohio thing? No. Believe it or not. So, oddly enough, we look up. And it says BJ's Brew House, and it shows where they're at. One of the locations, Chandler, Arizona, where where a specific house we found that we love is. It's a it's an omen. There's science behind. You see what you you see what is like relevant to you. Cognitive bias, yes, or confirmation bias. Uh, it, I think it actually is more. It's it's more on the cognitive side. Yes, confirmation bias exists. I talk about it all the time. Uh, I remember when I was in high school, it was like every time I like was in love with a car, like that's going to be my next car. You would start seeing it everywhere. everywhere. And the same, the same uh, psychological study that – Kyle actually turned me on to this study. The same thing that causes that is what causes all of it. It's all the same thing. It's like – You ever seen the movie 23 with Jim Carrey? Oh, long that horror time movie ago, he long did. Long time ago. <laughs> you mean horrible? horrible yeah, it, was, it horrible. wasn't good. It wasn't good. Uh, good concept, though. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. So one of the one of the spots that they're at is Chandler, Arizona, and one of the houses we found that we love is in Chandler. So nice. that was really cool. Um, no, so the Pazuki is they basically it's a giant cookie about this about I'd say eight to ten inches. It's in a pan. They bring it out in the pan they cooked it in. It's piping fucking hot, and then they scoop you know ice cream and shit on top of it and they have like different ones there's like a cookies and cream pizuki that's like vanilla bean ice cream on top of a cookie uh with a uh whipped topping with oreos crumbled up in it and there's a salted caramel one and yada yada dude they're fucking i'm about to say something i'm about to say something that's gonna make you mad you don't like cookies i just i'm not a dessert guy that doesn't make me mad. That just, I mean, like... Makes you sad. No, it, it means that there's more for me. Like, I, uh, I see that as... I'm an opportunist. It's like at, like when it's somebody's birthday and, like, they're passing cake out. Yeah. Every once in a while I'll have a piece of cake. It, is it, I like is ice it, cream sometimes. Let me ask you this about cake. Is it the cake you don't like or the icing? Uh, For sure... If a cake has too much icing, it can fuck right off. I, I hate icing. Uh... I fuck with cake. When it comes to cake, I do love, love white trash, yellow cake with chocolate frosting. Mm. Like, that's my vibe. Uh, but, like, I'm not one of those people who likes, like, decadent desserts. So, I like a good dessert. Don't get me wrong. Like, if I'm at, like, a nice restaurant and they're like, we recommend that you have this dessert to go have with this meal. Have this tiramisu. And, and, I said tiramisu. Like, <laughs> that was wrong. It's tiramisu. Tiramisu. Like, have this, like, you know, we have this, like, creme brulee that's got these fresh microgreens on top. Or, what you know, like, some fancy thing that goes Don't with the thing I ate. Don't you dare put grass on my dessert. <laughs> I dude, will dude, fuck you up. Dude. I will fuck you up. Best meal I've ever had. Best meal I've ever had 
two years two years ago in Long Beach, California, a year and a half ago in Long Beach, California, and one of the desserts that we had was full of microgreens, and it was awesome. Shut the fuck up. Anyway, you're you're full of shit. I'm not full of shit. You're it was good. Full of shit. But uh, I'm not a dessert. I'm not a dessert guy. Okay. I I, I, I like candy. Oh, I fuck uh, with candy. And I had a whole like, bag of it last night. I, you know, for instance, like if it's because Sierra's a big dessert person. Yeah. She loves dessert. And uh and she, like if she's in the, especially like back in the day, like when she was craving something when she was pregnant, like if it was a DQ run, I would go to DQ and get her blizzard, whatever she wants. But then I would always get like a root beer and some fries. Like I'm just not a, I just it, it's right. not my thing. So I don't know why you're such a party pooper about desserts, but I will say this. I don't generally fuck with, like, cake or icing. I actually hate icing for the most part. I hate bullshit icing. Now, there are two icings that I really fuck with, and that is cream cheese frosting. I do fuck with that as long as it's good. Uh, and whatever whipped icing they use on Costco cakes. <laughs> Holy shit. If you've never had a Costco cake – it is legendary. It is like – it's not just something that I think. It is a universally understood whatever the fuck Costco is doing to their cake icing is perfect. Um, I like brownies though more I than – I like brownies. I fuck with brownies. I'm not – again, not a big cake person. I used to be the kid that like would definitely only want center cut cake and then I would still cut the icing off and just eat the cake. I will fuck with that moist Duncan Hines bullshit. Just don't want the icing. I like – coffee cake a lot oh i've all oh, fucking love coffee cake that one comes from growing up uh almost every friday and saturday night mm-hmm. i spent the night at my best friend's house and uh his mom i just remember like this was the best friend who was like they were doing pretty good yeah and uh i remember i loved going to their house because you know my house we just had like the cereal that you could get on wick you know like kicks <laughs> Life. I fucking love kicks. It's fine, you know. Uh, yeah, I do too. Kid uh, 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 tested, mother approved. <laughs> Notice how they say they don't say kid approved. Anyway, uh, <laughs> they weren't talking to me. So uh, I used to put so much sugar in that. No, fuck that. I would approve the shit out of that. Uh, but I remember like going to his house. It was always awesome because there was always like at least five to six different types of name brand cereals to choose from, and his mom. Always, without fail, every Saturday morning made the most amazing coffee cake. Uh, every Saturday morning. You know what's crazy is I don't have a lot of memories from like some of my relatives. Uh, so I had an Aunt Elsie, and you can hear that. You you hear that name, and you know that's an old person. Oh, yeah. Aunt Elsie. Uh, that's why I disguised my daughter with Beatrice. Is she old? Is she young? You don't know. <laughs> Her name is B. Dude, I call my daughter E. It's for Eloise. You know? I feel like that's not a very, like, that's an old-timey name, too. No, for sure. Is Eloise uh, is, is is Eloise old? Is she young? You don't know. You don't know. She it's could be She could be 40. <clears throat> 40 months. Uh, B's middle name is Pearl. That's old, too. Ooh, that's nice. <laughs> I'm not even throwing my daughter's middle name ooh. on there. You you went with the second name, too? I'm just kidding. It's Iris. That's my <laughs> oh, yeah. Duh. You hashtag that shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's my girl. Um, so, Aunt Elsie, I, I remember going to her house and... Her social security number. Uh, it, yeah, it's 298. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, 
she had there there I have two very distinct memories from being over there. One, coffee cake. Don't know if she made it, don't know if she bought it, but I know that whenever I went to Aunt Elsie's house, I got coffee cake. Uh, so that's awesome. The other thing I remember is I, f- I feel like – I could be wrong, but I feel like she lived in German Village because the house she lived in was very small. It was brick. I remember brick roads. I was definitely seven or under, and I remember she had a little walkway with um, white you know, trellis or whatever that's called, and it had grapevines on it. And I would pick grapes and not eat the like skin of the grape. I would pop it open and eat just the inside of the grape. Uh, and then the other thing I remember is – Somebody buying me this little, like, water rocket thing. It was like a little rocket that was clear red and white. And you put water in it, and you pushed it onto a toy, and then you pumped it up and pushed a button, and it would fire off. And then, like, you'd kind of get a little water on you. Isn't it weird? Like those vivid memories. Oh, that we have? super vivid. Where it's I like remember you don't being remember, in her yard. You don't like remember a lot of things, but then there's like this one thing. I don't know why. I remember being in her yard just outside of that little grape yeah, thing so and firing off that weird water rocket just repeatedly. I have no concept of how old I was, but I I was definitely seven or under. Yeah, I I mean, with without making it like dark and weird, I've I've blocked out a lot of my childhood, but. It is really weird, though, some of those, like, weird memories that pop up where it's, like, I remember I was probably three or four. And I really don't remember much before I was, like, five. Mm-hmm. But I had to have been, like, three or four. And I remember I was getting babysat by this other family. And I remember they had a kid that was my age. And they had an adolescent cat. So not a kitten, not an adult and I just remember we were throwing it down the stairs and we thought it was so funny. It was like carpeted Shh. stairs. It's, but it's like I, I remember it vividly and I think I know why because one, we got in big trouble. Mm-hmm. Two, the reason we got caught was because I threw the cat and it went like that and went all the way. I had claw marks all the way down my forearm. Oh, shit. Dude, I should text my mom about this. I, it's like that to me, that's like a vivid memory. And then what if I told my mom about it? And she was like, uh, that never happened. What if it was like a dream that's a vivid memory? Mm. Think about that. You flipped it on him. <laughs> Fuck it. You fucking flipped it on him. Oh, man. This is nice. I've had a fucked up week. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> uh, I have a question. And this this stems from like childhood shit too. So good segue here. Do you have any like just completely irrational fears? Irrational fears. I mean, things that like are that you're fearful of, right? That most people are like, you fucking puss. Hmm. Yeah. I am as hard as I talk with my kids about it, I am still like super afraid of bees. What the fuck? Is that water? Wow. Why does why does that feel like that's like on my head? I know it's not. It's, yeah, it's probably if, like it's probably that pipe right honestly, there. Honestly, I wonder if one of our mics is pointed. I bet my mic is pointed. No, dude. Oh, no, it's not. It's over there. It's that black. Yeah, I know. Pipe. But I was just wondering if like the if a mic was pointed at just a. It was catching just a perfect. Yeah. I that got really loud. That was really weird. It did. I wonder if our listeners will hear that. Um, no, I, I. What I think happened is somebody pooped. Somebody. I mean, there's several people in this house. Oh, I guess I just assumed your kids are asleep. Bro. 
what kind of ship you think I'm running here? <laughs> hey man, my my kids are my kids are I know. by nine thirty. I use I use your sleep schedule for your kids. I use that as ammunition against my eleven year old. I go I go no. Go to bed, and he's like, "But I'm not tired." And I'm like, "Colin's kids would be in bed two hours ago." Like, <laughs> bro, I literally I love it. I, I love use it. that shit all the fucking time. It's not a joke. Uh, my kid will commonly stay up. First of all, my I got to be honest. It's it's ten o two, and my daughter is probably still up. I don't get it. She's she's obviously inheriting something from me. You know, but here's the thing. Sierra and I both stay up really late and uh you know if we let our kids stay up they would but yeah. then they would just get really tired and they don't sleep in now we did tell them that we did we totally shifted gears we, you, the, were, you were in the middle oh you said irrational fears we did we'll go back we, to we it. can come back to it we'll put that iron in the fire um but uh it it's weird because we told the kids, you know, because they kept saying, like, why can't we stay up later? It's like, you start sleeping in, we'll start letting you stay up later. What? So what time do they get up right now? Remind me. Right now, we have Roro is like, 6 o'clock, I'm awake. Or 6.30, I'm awake. Is I, he the only one or do you guys get up at 6 too? No, no. I mean, Sierra gets up now early-ish. No, no, she's going to work now at 8. So she gets up at like 7.15. My alarm starts going off at 7.15, and I have like 10 alarms that I snooze. I don't usually get up until about 8, 8.05. It's getting worse. And yeah, uh mine is too. But I, we have a we have a leadership call every day at 8.30. I, I have a, a scrum stand-up. And there are a lot of times where I woke up minutes <clears throat> before I'm in that call. I miss it sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so... Roro gets up super early. Beatrice, she'll go back and forth generally between seven fifteen. I mean, and Ro has been like that since he was born. I, I mean, I mean, yeah, like always. He's never slept. I think the longest he slept in is like nine thirty once when he was like bro midnight at the fireworks. Hades asleep. He'll sleep until noon. Yeah, it's crazy. My it, kids will not do that. He, I and sometimes like he'll, his alarm will be going off. He sets his alarm for like seven. Uh, and I'll hear that bitch going off. And there have been times where I've slept on the couch. It woke me up downstairs. I've come upstairs, walked in. Google, shut off the alarm. Like I fucking yell at the alarm and go back out and just go back to sleep. Like I'll be angry as shit. Uh, it's, but that's the thing. We told the kids, okay, you start sleeping in a little bit. Miles is the one who will sleep yeah. if you let him. So you start sleeping in. You start staying up later. Last week, Miles goes, uh... It's been three days now, and I've slept until at least eight thirty every day. So, nine forty-five. Damn, dude, nine forty-five. That's like what time my kid goes to bed on school nights. <laughs> that's fucking wild. Uh, and you know, it, it works for us. It, it, yeah. And that's the thing. It's like it's it works for us. My kids don't like they know we've all, and it's not me. Hmm? You know, it's it's Sierra. Uh, uh, I don't mean that sounded really bad. It's just all Sierra's fault. No, but like she thrives. Sierra thrives on structure. She thrives on schedule, you know, and she's taught me to, to thrive on that to a point. You know what I mean? And so it is nice to have a daily routine that we can count on. It's yeah. it's rare that we have like a ordeal, you know, where, where it's like where it's like 
you know, going on and on and on. That being said, uh, all four or all four, all three of my kids have their own bedrooms now as of Saturday. Mm. Um, just get, it's, was starting to get to the point where one, it was bugging miles. He's like, every morning Rowan wakes me up. He wakes me up at seven seven thirty and says, "Hey, you want to play Roblox?" <laughs> Damn, <laughs> or some shit, you know. And that drives Miles crazy. That's like, the way to wake up, though. If Miles, you're a kid. Start, but Miles, it usually takes Miles a good half hour, forty five minutes before he's ready to play video games. And uh, he comes down and he he curls up with a blanket on the couch and watches YouTube for a while. But uh, fucking Gen Z, yeah, it's wild, man. And uh, but. They, you know, it, but it was also, we were noticing it was starting to get to the point where like Miles and B were like, have become really close. Like they're better friends. They're hanging out because their maturity level is closer now. Uh Now that Rowan is 12, he's stepping into, I mean, he's going to seventh grade. You know what I mean? That's like when I discovered me, you know, that's when I became Colin. You know what I mean? And, uh, that's about when kids start deciding that boobs are cool. Well, that too. I'm saying, yeah. that's what I'm saying. That's when I became like, that's when I decided like what kind of music I liked. That's right. when I got my first like lifelong friends, you know, stuff like that. So that's when I discovered that there was an attic in my school and you could hop the fence in the attic and they, they had lighters in there because I don't know why there were lighters, but I went to a Catholic school and they also had bingo. So there were really weird things in there like lighters. That happened in seventh grade. That's when that's when I started learning that w- from watching my stepdad how easy it was to get your hands on porn if you wanted it. <laughs> oh shit! My but, brother, my brother had a subscription to Playboy. Yes, my stepdad did. for the articles. You always, knew, you always knew where he hit them too. My brother didn't hide them. He told uh-huh. me where they were. And again, it was for the articles. Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, it. I don't even know what we were, where we were going with this. We were just fucking, we're just rambling. But we're, you we're know, podding, Colin. This is a podcast. No, I know, I know, I know, I know. I just, it's just, it's, it's now that, oh yeah, that's what I was getting. Like, it's just getting to the point where like, Rose, like, Miles will try to go in there to like watch YouTube while he's playing on his computer. And yeah. then Rowan's like, get out of my room. And it's like, it's my room too. Yeah. So then we just talk to him, you know, like, it's about getting about that time where it's going to get worse. Right. You know, I didn't have the luxury growing up of having until I was like in late high school and mm-hmm. having a house where I didn't have to share a room with my brother. So like, it's like miles, like we have four bedrooms. You should take this offer. You know what I mean? Right. So we, we like, what, what, uh, just complete side note. What the hell were you doing with the other bedroom until then? Uh, for a while it was Sierra's crafting room. Okay, so we had okay. like a desk and we had like a desk and pegboards. And then for the last, year and a half it's just been a guest room we had a queen size bed in there got it and uh night a nightstand that's it so growing up uh i grew up in a a house that was built in i want to say 1911 or 1918 or no it was like it was like late 1800s my my mom's village just Marion village Marion village oh yeah Uh, you're looking at 1860 yeah that i think that house was built sometime in like the late 1800s so 1880 1890 something like that um it was – I think it started out as two different houses. We had a weird like door on the side of our house that you used to come in the side door and you either had the – you had the upstairs and the attic. And then if you come in the front door, you had the downstairs and the basement. So it has you know has four different floors. Um, and then when my mom purchased it, my grandfather cut out the wall 
and basically made it so you could walk from the first floor to the stairs and go up the stairs. And so we never used the door on the side of the house or anything like that. Um, that being said, the house was never remodeled. And so the upstairs was like you got upstairs and to the right you had possibly one of the biggest bathrooms ever to exist. It was fucking enormous. Um, clawfoot tub, you know, and just a lot of space. Like you could have had like an entire bedroom in this bathroom with the bathroom. That's how big it is. Super weird. Um, and then you had this little tiny room that had a door that was like a kitchenette. It, it was like a kitchen or something that, you know, I remember it had like linoleum floors and yada, yada. And then you had two more rooms and it was my mom's room and my room. And those rooms were really intended to be, you know, like a living room, dining room or something like that. And so there were no doorways. You just walked from the main area where there were two closed off rooms with doors you walked into what is my mom's room and then it had one of those big like you know 10 foot doorways with no doors just into my room so i didn't have doors or like anything on my room until i was definitely a teenager that sucks <laughs> yeah until i i uh, we went to lowe's and we bought those like bifold doors and put them up and uh this shows like how you know not ready to do anything home related i was I didn't measure the doorway at all. Like I had a general idea of like how big they were. And then I bought whatever the biggest doors were. And then I put them up and realized that there was still like a six inch gap on the right. So I just used cardboard to cover that in. But I had doors in my room and I pulled up the old carpet. And I remember putting down just like my brother worked for a carpet place at the time. So he got me like some spare carpet. And I just just kind of laid it down. I just cut it and just set it down. No pad, no anything. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Just, you know painted my own room you talking about your old ass house because i lived in an old ass house in oh, yeah. victorian village uh with my dad and it was built probably in like 1885 or something like that yeah did i ever tell the story on here about the car that hit my house no oh man here's a good story this is a good story this is one of my ultimate stories actually like this is like one of those ones that like i love telling so one night i lived with my dad Excuse me. Uh, so I was probably like 19 or 20, something like that. Uh, like 15, 18 years ago. Okay. And uh, I live with my dad in Victorian Village, which, if you don't live in Columbus, is a downtown area that is all, you guessed it, Victorian homes. Mm. And uh, so I lived at, uh, on Neal and Tappan. So we were a block south of 3rd. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know where B. Hamptons was? B. Hamptons Bar? Yeah. Uh, so our street was the street that went down to their parking lot. Okay. Got it. And uh, and it was one way. So one night I'm in bed. I live with my dad. And I we lived on the second floor of, the Victor- of a Victorian house. And we had the second floor and we had a finished attic. And the finished attic was where our studio was, where our TV was, where our music equipment was and stuff like that. I'm down in my room on the main second floor. And uh, I was asleep. And all of a sudden, I just remember waking up. Something jolted me awake. Mm-hmm. Like, I just woke up. And I was like, that's weird. And uh, and then I, like, looked out the window. I heard something outside. So I looked out the window. And I heard, I saw some, like, dust or, like, smoke or dust clearing. And I heard some people go, like, oh, man, are you okay? And I was like, oh, it must have been just a car wreck outside. So I just, like, was going back to sleep. Like, oh, I, you know, that's what woke me up was the noise. 
uh, so then my dad, I hear my dad, he's still up. It's probably 2.30 in the morning. Or two, no, no, because the bars were still open. It was one thirty or two. And uh, I hear my dad walk down the hall. And he walks down the hall, and then he goes out in his office. There was a balcony looking overlooking Neal Avenue, overlooking the front mm-hmm. of the house. My dad walks out the door, and as soon as he walks out the door, I hear him go, holy shit, are you okay? And I was like, whoa, well, that accident's like right in front of the house. Yeah. So I go out. I get up. I'm half asleep. I go up, look down off the balcony, and there is a brand new yellow Ford Mustang wrapped around the corner of my house. Shit. Bad. I mean, like, hit the house so hard that the smashed front was, like, almost to the windshield. Like, that's... And, uh, got The driver's not in it. There's a dude passed out in the backseat. Okay? Oh, my God. They find these guys later. Turns out what happened was there was a bunch of guys in a car bar hopping, hammered, going to B. Hamptons, took the corner too hard. There was some gravel or some like rocks slid on that, skipped up our, skipped right up our uh, little lawn. Uh-huh. It went up about two, three feet, skipped up that thing and just wrapped around the side of the house. House had scratches on the brick. They don't make them like they used to. They don't make them like they used to. I, I mean, this thing was like wrapped around our house. They, they, find, they finally get these guys. They're fuck, fucking hammered. And uh, so DUIs all around, obviously. Uh, well, but like, a they, single. like, it was crazy. Like the tow truck, like since it was like raised up, like the tow truck was like coming out flat and they like pulled it off my yard onto the tow truck. And it was Damn. really weird, man. I always worried about that uh, with my mom's house because it's right in front of a, like where a street connects to her street and she's the house directly in front of the other street yeah so i always worried about that i actually think a couple times people um slid like into our yard like snowy weather and shit like that they slid into our yard but never um never hit the house Uh, it's crazy to think though that the thing i really did get jolted awake yeah you did like was my house shaking yeah crazy um Fuck, what the fuck? Oh, two things. If you drive past it, you could still see the scratch on it, too. Get the fuck out of here. It's crazy. That's wild. It's also, I mean, that's just crazy they didn't, like, that's crazy it hasn't been fixed in all these years. But that's the thing, because nothing was broken, but there is just, like, one big scratch you see along it. Yeah. So. Uh, Number one, I severely, uh, I severely overestimated how old my mom's house was. 1920. Oh. I looked it up. I was curious. 1920 is when it was built. It was about the the condo that Sierra and I had in Victorian Village was yeah. like the 20s. Damn, I had something else. When was this house built? <laughs> Just kidding. Ah! Just kidding. A few years ago. Mine was 58. Um, my last house was built in 39? Where? The house I had over in Westgate. Oh, yeah. I forgot you. Oh, I forgot you lived in Westgate. Yeah. Holy shit. Complete fucking flip, bro. Complete <clears throat> fucking flip. I forgot um, about that. All right. So here's some things. Number one, thanks for bringing a beer. We didn't even talk about that. You brought some. Uh, it's, it's called Great Lakes IPA. And I and I believe, if I'm not mistaken, it's like a, yeah, a dry hopped. Easy drinking American IPA by the people for the people who happen to be our employee owners. So it's like they made it to 
honor their employees. And there's like drawings of their employees on the front of it. And it's a good, just a a good workhorse IPA. I've had it a couple times. Can, can I say that this is one of my favorite IPAs I've had recently? It's just, it's, it's it, like to me, because it says bright and citrusy. To me, that is an IPA. Yeah. This is a nice, hoppy, six and a half percent alcohol, 50 IBU. So it's, it's good. Good IPA. Yeah. So the, the, a lot of the, uh, pods that we've had recently, I'll have a beer. And I don't even usually make it to a second one or like I'm just cracking a second one and then you leave it. No, this is my second, oh. but like I'm, I'm, these are going down pretty nicely. That one's yours. Um, <clears throat> this is my third. So we're going to cycle back. Cycle back. Oh, yeah. What did, what did we leave off? Uh, irrational fears. Irrational fears. Bees. Uh, it's funny because my kids are really afraid of bees. And, and do you have to like just, and like, I'm always just like, it's fine. No, I mean, my go-to is, remember, kids, if you don't bug them, they won't bug you, which is true to an extent. Most of the time. Yeah. It, not Unless like it's like a hornet. Like a wasp or a hornet. Yeah. They go out of their way. They are angry. But, uh, I, uh, the big, the, the most bees that we have at our house currently in general are just carpenter bees and they're big, stupid bees that can't even sting you. They just bump into you. But, um, they also, but they burrow. They create holes in your wood. Yeah, and I tore down that thing. <laughs> I mean, but you put up more yeah. wood. Yeah, I know. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm a pretty big wuss when it comes to bees. I'm a kind of guy. Uh, well, I'm bugs in general. I've done it on Zoom, or I mean, I've done it on GoToMeeting during a meeting. Oh, like, like you, like you, like you were outside and and <laughs> yeah. didn't decide to like mute or like turn off the camera for a second. Yeah. Oh man, um, dude, I got some pretty good tricks on Zoom. Number one, there's a app called Snapcam, Snapcam, and it's like filters, the same type of filters you would see on Snapchat. But what you do is you open that, and your camera uses that, and then inside Zoom, you choose Snapcam as your webcam, so that when you add a filter in Snapcam, it shows up. So fucking hilarious, by the way. You should do it. You should get it and just show up to a meeting. Like, there's like this one that has like black lipstick and like. Here's the thing: like, only one client I have uses Zoom. Oh, and outs- this isn't with your people. And outside of that, and outside of that, I've only used Zoom with you. Damn it! Okay, well, well it's all go to meeting and Teams for us. I hate both fucking of them. Microsoft products. Anyway, the next thing is an app called voice mod which does the exact same thing but for audio and it, it's ton, tons of that tons of funny ass shit so what you do is you open voice mod and voice mod accesses your microphone or whatever you're using as your mic and then in zoom you choose voice mod as your microphone so for the most part it's just off everything's just normal my camera is no effects my voice is no effects, but every once in a while, because I fucking want to, I throw on, you know, pink, pink hair or something like that. And I just join a meeting and boy, let me tell you, it is such a good icebreaker. It's good. And you become the guy that everybody's like, Jeff's going to be in this meeting. Yeah. I can't wait. <laughs> that, it's, it's, it's definitely saying uh, I can't wait. I definitely, I am the guy. I don't do like weird stuff like that. Yeah. But no, I, I do do weird stuff like that. I just don't do 
backgrounds. I'm the kind of guy who like if a joke comes to me, I will insert it no matter what, no matter how serious it is. Well, it also – so voice mod also has <laughs> a sampler feature. So I've loaded sounds. And so for no reason, I can go beer, 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 beer. I've got the fucking – I've got the DJ air horn. I've got – uh, Celine Dion all by myself. Do <laughs> you have just like a laugh track? So I do. If you say a joke, I have a, like, <laughs> I have a boots. I have oh, a, a boots. And I have a cheer. <laughs> I have one of those. And then my favorite one to use, and it's like, I, I can only use it on like niche markets, but it's, <laughs> I've got just that, just that cut out as a sample. And for no reason, I can be like, <laughs> yeah, I've got that one. Um, I think I have one more. I don't know. The DJ air horn is kind of my favorite though. Like when everybody's like, yeah, I'm like, beer, 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 beer. Like that's my, that's my go-to. That's fun shit. Uh, so my irrational fear is, <laughs> is heights and, uh, water where I can't see the bottom. So like middle of the oceans. Oh yeah. That's scary. Fucking terrified. And it's not because of critters, which is like, you, that's the, you would think you would think it's because no, of critters. it's the nothingness. Yes. It's scary as shit. It is super scary. You let me tell you I'm going to tell you why I think I have that fear though. This is where it came from. So when I was younger, um, you know, early teens and shit like that, we went to Florida every single year for a family trip. And when I say family trip, I mean my brother took everybody. My mom never went. I to this day, we still can't get her to go on a road trip further than like Grove City. You know, like she's got like 20 minutes there and she's done. So she's not going anywhere. But we went to uh, Florida every single year. And there was one specific year. First of all, I didn't swim. I I I would like to I float on a raft. That's it. Like that's all I had in me. No floating, no swimming. Um I knew how to swim. I just didn't like to. Um, so we get boats. We rent boats. We go out in the Gulf of Mexico. All right? First thing that happens, our forward uh, ability to go forward stops. We just don't have that anymore. So we're like – and we're fucking far. We're so far out. You know, because like we're shitheads and like my brother's a shithead. He's a shithead that's only 13 years older than me and – we're way the fuck out. We can't go forward anymore. The boat just doesn't go forward. It, it lost that ability. So we go, that's fine. We'll go in reverse. So we're trying to get to shore in reverse. And you have any concept of boats, like they go way faster and forward than yeah. they do in reverse. So we're like putting, right? And then all of a sudden, we get stuck on a sandbar. Oh my God. In the Gulf of Mexico. Oh my God. And then we burn up reverse. So we have nothing. We're floating a gazillion – to me, a gazillion miles away from fucking civilization. But we had a second boat with us who ended up pulling us back. They towed us back. Um, but I remember being absolutely terrified thinking, number one, I'm going to die. Number two, sharks are going to eat me. Uh, number three, I've just got this life jacket on and I am tucked down into the little like crevice of the boat uh, we made it back, but I honestly think that like that is where my weird irrational fear of deep water comes from. No, that I mean that is, I think that's almost guaranteed where that comes from. Yeah, but I do think that, and I don't think that's an irrational. I think that's a, a very rational fear. Nah, man, the ocean thing. No because, fear. No, because I think that a lot of people fear that, and uh, because it, you know, like if you look at like overhead views. 
of the ocean where you can see where it drops off. Yeah. You know, and or or like, you know, you watch nature documentaries and also like out of nothingness comes some creature good or bad, but just mm-hmm. out of nothingness. And you think about it. You think like 75 percent or 70 percent of our entire world is that crazy vast nothingness and and we don't even know we haven't even there's a percentage like a really large percentage that we haven't explored because we don't even know we don't know how to get to it it's wild it's 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 when you think specifically you know we it's funny because like on our maps the way our maps are designed where atlantic ocean is in the middle Mm -hmm. uh, like a flat map sure and the Paci- I mean, the Earth is flat, so go on. <laughs> and the Pacific Ocean is cut in half by either side. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, if you actually like look, like there's there's a whole basically like like side of the world that is just the Pacific Ocean. Yeah, like where it's just ocean and ocean and ocean and ocean, farther than you can like literally see physically or mm-hmm. like like line of sight. Like it's just really. Wild. It's wild. Uh, I saw online somebody was like, I got kicked out of a flat earth Facebook group because I asked if because of social distancing anyone fell off the side yet. (laughs) Shit. I love people. I love trolls. Um, There's a flat earth documentary. You got to watch it. It's so fucking What's it called? It's called Behind the Curve. Mm. Dude, it is so fucking funny. These guys. Holy the, shit, man. These fucking guys. These fucking guys. Uh, my other rational fear is heights. No, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, I've, I I don't like – do you not like flying? I've actually grown – I've grown fond of flying. It's exhilarating in the same way that roller okay. coasters are. Okay, so is it like – so you're, you're more like practical heights. Uh, I don't like to go up higher than like maybe four feet on a ladder. Okay. <clears throat> um, I don't like to be up very high – I definitely can't like sit on the edge of like, you know, people like hike up cliffs and shit and like, oh, I'm going to sit here and dangle my feet. Yeah, fuck you, buddy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't no, do that get shit. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I saw a thing. My mother-in-law posted a video on Facebook that was like somebody trail running along the edge of a fucking cliff. Oh, fuck all that. Fuck all, Get out of here. Uh, nothing gives me more anxiety than those Russian daredevils who do all that weird shit on the side of buildings and cranes and shit. Like they'll do parkour like on a crane i or like people who like love to the climb those like free, cli- uh, free climbing but they climb those towers that are like the highest structures in the Th- that, world that's what they're the same people these yeah. are the same fucking people they've yeah, strapped gopros to their fucking get heads. out of here with that and uh so, i hope you die <laughs> so, one, of one of them did one of them did one of them did have you ever seen up. free solo yes it's great where he climbed uh what the fuck he uh, the, mount kilimanjaro no no <laughs> People listen to this like these two guys are so fucking stupid. Yeah. Um no, uh uh in Yellowstone it's the big face of the one mountain. This is like <laughs> big, seriously. Big face, big dumb face. Why can't we just change the name of this to like two stupid fucking guys? No, that's the thing, is like we don't get on here this is the most real this is some real shit. Because we do not We've been riffing tonight. We have been. We don't get on the internet. And research something, and dude, I got like a fucking beard hair in my mouth. Uh, we don't get on here and research shit 
and get on here and pretend to know about shit. We just get on here and talk about shit. I, I said this before. This was not the first concept for the podcast. The first concept was I'd like to know. Yeah. That was the name of the fucking podcast. The, I'd the like to know. The problem though is I like do kind of like – that sounds so weird. But like I do kind of know like a little bit about a lot of stuff. That's And that is why we <laughs> – So it's like – but I don't know – I don't know enough to get – I know enough to get myself in trouble basically is what yeah. it comes out to. I know enough to, to sound like I'm uh, educated on it enough to where somebody who is educated on it will ask me a question and stop me dead in my fucking tracks. So here's, here's something I, that, that scares me. I wouldn't say it's a fear I have but something that – I could I could think right now. What's something that scared you mm-hmm. as an adult? Uh, it had nothing to do with heights, but also has to do with that same fear. I think you're feeling from the ocean. Mm-hmm. Is I remember Sierra and I were at uh, Cedar Point, and it was the end of the night. At the end of the night at Cedar Point, now because of Millennium Forest and the dragster and stuff like that, Magnum, you can get off and get right back on. Okay, so we rode the Magnum like five or six times because they were closing in like 15 minutes. And uh, you go up that first hill on the Magnum. And this is it's, it's only at night, obviously. But like you look this way and you see Cedar Point, Cedar Point, the lights of Cleveland, all that stuff. And then black. Just water. <laughs> Just black. Yeah. If it's night and the moon is not out, it is Darkness. If the moon is down, heaven is waiting. Um, it is just darkness, and yeah. I remember like all five or six times I rode the Magnum that night, like like not wanting to look because it like literally like I felt like fear, like when you're a kid, yeah. like when you're afraid of the dark or when you're afraid of something. I felt that like that ir- like irrational. That's that's the irrational fear. It's yeah. like why? It's just nighttime, and it's just a lake. You know what I mean? That's the where the irrational comes in. But that, like, even thinking about it now, like, it's like giving me almost giving me chills because it's just like, oh, it's just like blackness. What about haunted houses? Uh, I'm really jumpy. Me too. It doesn't scare me so much as it makes me jump. It makes me jump. Okay, so here, here I got is, two videos to show you after this. Yeah, Sierra caught me. Sierra made me jump twice on video this weekend. Nice. So here is my greatest irrational fear. When somebody starts – when they take a balloon and they start like messing with the balloon and I think it's going to pop, I get so tense that like my body sometimes will physically cramp. <laughs> like I'll get so tense that my hand will cramp up because – and sometimes I'll plug my ears. I don't know what it is about waiting on a balloon to pop, but when people are doing that, I tense up so fucking hard. I'm not phys- – I'm not actually scared of it, but the, the anxiety – it triggers anxiety so hard that my sometimes my hand will actually cramp because I'm like I'm I'm pulling back away from that balloon in such a manner that my hand will cramp up. Yeah, I uh, you get that? No, but oh. I I can I understand that yeah. kind of. It's just kind of like it's because it's I feel like it's part of it is the fear and the tension the of the fact that you know the anticipation. Part of it is. I do feel it's like it's like a I feel like it's your an irrational response to like a nails on a chalkboard kind of thing. And see, that's what's crazy is like things like that bother my wife, but don't bother me. That whole like uh, like uh, my wife also hates when like a 
utensil scrapes on a plate or something. Yeah. It doesn't bother me at all. Oh, I hate that shit. I don't give two shits about that. Uh, another irrational fear I have. This is probably my ultimate irrational fear. And I'm going to, this, this takes it serious is I, and this is pathology. This is who I am. This is who I am as a person. Uh, I am incredibly insecure about, I'm always afraid that somebody is upset Mm. with me, with somebody else, that something's off. So, and I, you know, I see a therapist and I take medication and stuff like that. It's anxiety. That's all it is. I mean, that irrational fear is anxiety mixed with self-esteem issues. But that is my most irrational fear and it is at points debilitating and uh it causes more tension than not it causes a lot of tension between Sierra and I mm-hmm. cuz I always think she's mad you know what i mean she's like you just asked me you've asked me 10 times tonight if i'm okay cuz yeah. i get like very i know it stems from my childhood i know that it also but part of it is just the pathology of the way my mind works mm-hmm. my chemical imbalance that is a very irrational fear. So irrational, I have to take medicine. <laughs> That's wild. So. Yeah. I, you know, <clears throat> to be honest, I think that uh, I would say that most people probably have something they could see a therapist for. That's what everybody. That's, I don't think it's most people. Well, I, think, I, I was being I was being general. I was being generous when I said most people. Now, there probably is something everyone should see. Well, but that's and that is exact. And I think that that is the reason I say everybody because there's not a reason to see a therapist because because a therapist isn't going to diagnose you with something. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That's 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 a psychologist's job. That's a medical right. person's job. Everybody. And I, and this is somebody who didn't like therapy, didn't like counseling my whole life. You know, like when my parents got divorced and when I was dealing with shit in my childhood and stuff like that, I, I got a lot of counseling and I hated it. And I know like Sierra's the same way. But as an adult man, I've actually like this week been talking about, talking to Sierra about I need to get on my therapist calendar because like as an adult, I feel like we, there's, there's, there, I, I can't think of a good reason why not to see a therapist maybe at least once a year, maybe twice a year, mm-hmm. just to fucking talk, just to say stuff, just to get somebody else's opinion who's not close to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Are, are, are you just like wicked unfiltered? It, it, not even that. It's not even like, and I, th- I think that's good for some people. Like some people need a place where they can be just like, I fucking hate my kids. Or whatever. You know what I mean? I, I know that was it was a damn that was dark. No, I don't hate my kids. I, I know, love them more I than know anything. You don't. But like I, I do feel like obviously a therapist should be a safe place for you to be able to be unfiltered and let loose. You know. Yeah. Uh but I also feel like it's a place where it's just a non judgmental like I feel like a lot of times when I see my therapist, I just say like I'm having like a really bad week i'm feeling like totally spent and i just you know it's like it's somebody to talk to that has no baggage with me Mm -hmm. so everybody should see a therapist therapists are great i would recommend it to anybody even if you feel like you're like a really happy person that has no mental health issues it's still really good 
because a lot of times you might say something and be like, oh, you should read this book. This would be a really good book for you to read. You know what I mean? So, If I was really happy, like all the time, I'd be scared to see a therapist <laughs> because I don't want to say something or oh shit oh man uh i don't want to say something and then be like damn you actually are fucked up <laughs> see then that's the thing is in our culture i think we should be ending with this yeah. <laughs> unless you got something else i don't know nah man there was you know we didn't talk about anything on our list tonight uh, we are talking about one thing on the list before it ends we, we came in rift yeah but we are going to talk about one thing on the list before this ends, uh, and it's an acronym. It starts with a C. Okay, and so uh, we got two but, on here. But uh, no, I like. I, I, I lost my own goddamn train of thought. <laughs> what were we talking? We were talking about therapists. We're almost seeing therapists, man. Yeah, no, it's just it's. Oh yeah, what I was going to say is like our culture frowns upon the idea. Like, our culture says if you see a therapist, that means something's wrong with you, that you're fucked up. But does it? I don't think it does anymore. I think we're getting there. I think yeah. there's still a lot of people, if you told, if you suggested a therapist to somebody... Certain they cultures. Would, certain cultures. That's fair. But uh, certain cultures, but also just certain personality types. I could, I could think of, right now, at least five friends in my life, mostly men, probably all men... Who, if I suggested a therapist to, should toxic, toxic, bro. They would be like, they would be like, oh, fuck that. I'm no pussy. You know what I mean? Yeah, there, there is that. There's so, the machismo. And, the, and the, there, but that's the thing. It's like, I, everybody assumes that you're gonna like go see a therapist and you're gonna like, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna start crying and blah blah blah. And I've never, as an adult, I've never cried with my therapist before. Maybe mm-hmm. I should. Maybe you know, I don't know. I feel like I cry enough at home. Uh, I feel like a lot of people need to have a good cry. Uh, need but, that shit. But uh, <clears throat> no, I don't know. I, 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 I'm just going to spiral out here if I keep going on. I'm just saying that there should be no stigma around therapy. If you if you're happy, if you're sad, if you're depressed, if you're excited, it's always good to talk to somebody who is a safe a safe place who's not judgmental. I feel it, and it's cheap. Especially because uh, most most insurance discover it. M- yes, most insurance have have really started getting on board and recognizing that this is something that is needed. This is actually, if you look at it in the right light, it's a preventative. Yeah, you know, it pre- that's what I was getting at. I guess prevents, I just talked for ten minutes to say that it prevents so many more things, and uh, it's cheaper to just cover seeing a therapist than it is to cover all the possible outcomes from not seeing a therapist. Yeah, and I think that if we if we build like in my house, like we're really open about mental health, mm-hmm. we're really open about the way we're feeling. And I've been in the middle of arguments with like Rowan, where he's actually said like, "When's the next time I'm going to see you know Miss Blank?" You know, yeah. and, and, and it's like wow, you know, like we've created a culture in this house where it's okay to say I need to talk to someone that's not you, right? So that's yeah. what it's about. Um, I definitely feel we got to bring this up for the end. CMFT and that down at the same time. CMFT. So when I saw, so hold on, let's set it up right. So I think you intended to bring this up last week. I did, and I was pissed about it. And you did not put it on the uh, thing. Yes, and 
I did my – I do my normal thing, which is I come downstairs. I sit there with my daughter. We hang out for a little bit and I go – she goes, I want to watch Scooby. I want to watch Scooby. And I go, hold on, baby. Daddy's going to watch his YouTubes here. And then I have maybe like nine things that I'm subscribed to on YouTube, right? I'm scrolling through my YouTube shit. And also uh, because I make sure to only use my YouTube for my shit, it, it does a pretty good job of like picking out things it thinks I want to see. Why it picked this, I don't know. Uh, but I scroll to the music section and I like to go through and see what new music videos are out. And I catch a Corey Taylor video called CMFT, which I'm pretty it's sure called is called CMFT must be stopped. Corey motherfucking Taylor must be stopped. I have never agreed with something more than the fact that this en- <laughs> entire this entire sound whatever whatever he's doing must be fucking stopped. And like I don't know what he's doing. Dude, so I was I'm not going to lie to you. Big Slipknot fan. Uh I thought their last record was awesome. Yeah. Um I don't like Stone Sour. I like that. I fuck. I fucking fuck with that bother song. I fuck with looking at you through the glass. Yeah, I don't know why. You know, like, I don't like Stone Sour, but I don't doubt their ability to like write a good pop song. You know what yeah. I mean? So like, I got no problems with Stone Sour. Uh, so like, I never had an issue with Corey Taylor. But my God, man, it's like, oh, Corey Taylor announces a solo album, releases two songs. Did you listen to the other song? I did not. Oh my god, it's worse. And no, shut the fuck up. There's uh, no way it's worse. So, uh it's kind of worse. Okay. So, uh but anyway, so I'm like, okay, I got to see this. And and I was like, it's called CMFT and I was like, "Oh, okay. He's in his I can do whatever I want rockstar phase now. Like he thinks he's sure. a metal god." Which Sure. To be fair, he's the singer of Slipknot and they're right. a very important band. But uh, he, uh, he also he also uh, through just I'm assuming just his name secured quite a fucking bit of cameos for that video. Oh yeah, holy shit! Yeah, that, 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 that was that was my favorite part. That was some metal god flex. Yes, right there. It was just like anybody who's anybody in metal is going to be in my video. Yeah, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna text message all of these people. And I'm going to tell them this is yeah. what needs to happen. I'm going to put all of those weird FaceTime videos that they send me into my video. And th- fuck, he did. It was like that A Day to Remember video, but only for like bigger rock stars. Oh, yeah. There, there, were, there were like A1, A1 rock stars in his yeah. video. Yeah. Uh, do you remember that A Day to Remember video? A little bit. My friend directed it. That's why. I, oh, uh, fucking flex on him, yeah. Colin. Guitar player of Seven Star, Drew Russ. Oh, I remember that band. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, the song sucks, man. I, yes. I, I to me, you know what? Let's stop. Let's stop right there. It sucks to me. It sucks to you. No. It, does Does the song actually suck? Yes. Okay, but but does it? Because when I listen to it, I go, "This is this is butt rock. This is not what I like." But then I listen to it and I go, man, this is 
this is what a lot of butt rockers like. Holy shit, this is going to be a huge song. And I can really see a lot of fucking drunk-ass people at the Arosa yeah. loving that song. Okay, so is it objectively and empirically a good song that has potential to be a smash hit? Yes. Yes. Is it a good song? Absolutely fucking not. Yeah. In fact, I sent it to my band and one of my bandmates said, I can say without question that is one of the worst things I've ever heard. And, you know, you think about it at first. It's like, yeah, Corey Taylor can rap. Okay. His his bars are all right. We've heard him rap a little bit in Slipknot, but like mm-hmm. he's rapping, rapping in this. And that's fine. And then it's like, oh, Tech Nine's in this? Is he going to save this? <laughs> nope. Yeah. And I thought I, that was it. That was a that was its own flex. Yeah, and I was hoping, you know, but it, it, like, and Tech Nine is good, but like, even his verse is just kind First of. First of all, Tech Nine is Juggalo rap. Like, Tech Nine's sure. not good. I like Tech Nine. I don't like Tech Nine, but uh, I do feel like it was a phoned in verse. He got and- the he got the diet bars. <laughs> he got the diet bars, <laughs> and uh, but. Uh, Honestly, my biggest problem with the song is the fucking chorus. I don't even hate the chorus that really. Like, I, I mean, it's whatever. It's it's the song is whatever. Like you said, it's butt rock to me. It's like click click boom. You know yes. what I mean? Yes. And see, you, now the, now the, the now you hit it. The thing that grinds my gears so bad about this song is the fucking sublime ass the fucking ska guitar. <laughs> I gotta be honest. I don't even know that I noticed that fucking kills me if the song had like heavy guitar i'd feel maybe a little different but if, if, if i were to describe if somebody said what is that what does the song cmft sound like a worse version of 90s kid rock in 2020 it's got ba with the ba vibes it's got american badass vibes dude i fuck with i fuck with ball with the ball and it's not, but that's the thing is this stuff's not for what it is it's not like terrible yeah, this is a worse version. I I I was not feeling it. I appreciate. I guess I appreciate it from the fact of he decided. Look, I'm not doing this under Slipknot. I'm not doing this under Stone Sour. But I just have some weird experimental shit I want to get off, uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna do it, and it's gonna be butt rocky. I'm gonna fucking you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna collaborate with rappers because who says I can't. I get I, that. I appreciate I get everything it. about it. I respect that. I hate the chorus. I cannot stand the chorus. The other song, you should listen to I it. I can't wait. I'm going to listen to it, it right after is, this podcast. It is it, – the only way I can describe it is Third Eye Blind crossed with Red Hot Chili Peppers. Hey, man. Red Hot Chili Peppers, for as much as I respect the musicianship – I can't I can't even talk right now. The musicianship of that band – I do not – I mean unless it's fucking under the bridge, I don't fuck with them at all. See, that's the thing. I've, Get out of I've here. I don't want to hear about your fucking airplane. I've gotten re- – <laughs> I've, <gotten, laughs> I've gotten in serious arguments about this with my friends because I've defended Red Hot Chili Peppers. I got no problem with – dude, the first Red Hot Chili Peppers record, I can't remember what it's called – the record they put out called What Hits in the late 80s. They put out a record called What Hits yeah. in the late 80s. That's that's still relevant terminology to this day. And had, you know, shit, that... Shit slaps. 
that had their uh, uh, Stevie Wonder higher ground cover on it. And then Blood Sugar Sex Magic, I liked a lot. And then uh, um, the one after that, uh, One Hot Minute, I thought was good. I owned that. Like, I, I even liked, I even liked, dude, Anthony Kiedis. Stadium Arcadium or whatever that shit was called. Anthony, I don't hate, I don't hate Red Hot Chili Peppers. Anthony Kiedis had sick ass heroin abs. <laughs> Bro, he had, he had killer. Killer fucking ass. His dad lived outside of Grand Rapids when I was growing up, so there was always like this Red Hot Chili Peppers connection. Uh, Corey, Corey Taylor, I, I feel like I heard Corey Taylor's like dad or something lives here in Columbus. Oh, really? Th- that's what I heard. I, I don't know if that's true. That could be like fan folklore, but I, I'm pretty sure that there is a uh, weird Slipknot co- uh, connection to Columbus. Huh. We should go find that. But show. yeah, that uh, we should pot on the. And I like step. I like Third Eye Blind too, but. Mixing yeah. the two bands. Yeah, I love a good butt rock it's not band. Good. I love a good, like, you know, fucking, let me hear about your burn, burn, like a wicker cabinet. Like, let me hear some shit like that. I want to hear some uh, some Smash Mouth. By the way, Smash Mouth uh, just played Sturgis. Did you see that? And Trapped. Trapped played Sturgis? You should look up pictures of Trapped's crowd. <laughs> Is it garbage? <laughs> Is there no one there? Dude, Smash Mouth had the fucking... They had a gang. <laughs> I saw somebody post something about Sturgis and said, "Like, like, uh, hey guys, get save up your money because there's going to be a bunch of used Harley Davidsons up for sale here <laughs> soon." Because <laughs> oh, it's a bunch of old, unhealthy people. Yeah, who are like, "Fuck masks, bro. fuck masks." Oh man, so funny. <sighs> man, all right. Um, We're probably uh, at an hour and a half, right? Dude, you like almost nailed it. I'm really good at. You almost nailed it to the minute. Time. I'm gonna give one more uh, anecdotal thing. Uh, <laughs> Drops my phone. Uh, wife's birthday was yesterday. Mine's Thursday. I didn't realize you had birthdays in the same week. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. They're just a few days apart, man. You doing anything? Um, I'm thinking it's not something that is really your forte, but you're more than welcome to come on Saturday. Top golf. No, but I, I do I do fuck with. <laughs> I just I, assume that's where do you're you going. do. You like Top Golf? I've never been. It's so fun. I've never actually. I'm inviting golfed. you. I'm invite. It has nothing to do with golf. I know, but I like. Yeah. It's it's sticky hitty, like that's all it is. You just take sticky a sticky. <laughs> you just fucking take a stick and you I hit take the-, the stick and I hit the ball and I try to get it to go to the net. That's where you get the most points. But I'm the, drunk. The holes also work. Uh, no, like Top Golf is super tight. I'm going to invite your whole family to a top golf outing. <laughs> you guys are all coming up oh, to do boy. that on a on a very soon Saturday. I'm going to set that up in the next like two Saturdays. In a very COVID Saturday. Is it open? Yeah, it's open. Oh, but it's like private rooms. Yeah. Each bay is yeah. all by itself. Yeah. Uh so you're going to you're going to you're going to get your bay and your kids and you're going to come and hang out with my bay and we're going to get in the same bay and we're going to hit balls. So that's tight. Um, no, we're going to have some people over for the fights. There's some really good fights on. I know that's not your shit, but I've, you know, I hear drinking beer is your shit. So come on out. This could be, this could be, you know, this could be the last opportunity you have to hang out with me. Jesus. If I move to Arizona, you know, like, I'm not kidding when I say shit's moving fast. I know we're about to, I I know we're about to turn this off and you'll be like, we're in contract with the house. We're not in contact. <laughs> we did find one that we wanted to put a backup offer on. 
<laughs> shit. Uh, no, shit's moving quick. Um, so, yeah, we're going to invite you out very, very soon. Feel free to come out for the fights uh, next Saturday, or I guess it would be this Saturday. Um, I'm old as fuck. Let's just, you know, let's hang out, drink beer, and be old as fuck together, man. Yeah, you're older than me. By one fucking year. 38, dog. That's right. Why are you taking that breath like that? <laughs> what I was you, about to say. What are you about to say? I was about to say episode 56. 56. In, <laughs> in the, the fucking, books. In the books. <laughs> Shit. All right. Talk to you guys later.